Welcome home. If you found your way here, you are definitely a part of my tribe. My name is Desria Jackson. This is the Black Hair Conspiracy Podcast. We gonna be all right. There's a saying that if you are a giver, be careful how much you give because receivers do not have a limit. That's so crazy sometimes when you listen to it because the people that you are likely to give to are the people that you care for. And in return, you're thinking they care for you. I got a story. I recently went and visited this city. And when I went to go visit a particular city, I noticed that in the poor neighborhood, all of these houses and and I mean, every single house on a block was just burnt down and completely abandoned. And I tell you, they had furniture still in them, clothes in them. And these houses, what really killed me about them being burnt down, y'all, was the fact that they was made out of bricks. Do you know how hard it is to burn brick? And I remember looking, and I was with my contractor, and... I was trying to figure out what's going on in this neighborhood. I go, I'll drive from one block to another block, and maybe there was two houses on that whole block that was someone living there and the house was still intact. Then I'll go another block, and maybe it's just half of the block, just the east side, but the west side, every house was burnt down. And I kept trying to think, why is there so much fire? I didn't understand the poverty of the mentality. So I reached out to a friend of mine who was a minister. And this particular person grew up in that particular city. And when I asked, what happened? Why are they burnt down? This is what they said to me. Desrita, there is a mentality. It's a mentality that is at that city's core when it comes to the poor economy. If they get evicted, they are so angry that if I can't have it, you can't either, and nobody else can have it. So they will set everything on fire. They will go ahead and knock out the windows, tear down the porches. I was just like in awe that this was an actual mentality, that they would burn everything. So the realtor that was taking us around to look at the neighborhoods and show me the houses actually said to me, would I still be interested in redeveloping in this particular neighborhood? And I said to him, I can't, not right now, because the mindset is not right. It don't matter what benefits I give or what I do in this particular neighborhood until the mindset isn't to the point where it's contagious. So see, when I say contagious, someone watch someone else burn everything to the ground and got away with it. And when they saw that, then they took that mentality and was like, so maybe they was in a situation where their landlord, you know, um, had to evict them. 
And instead of them leaving and saying that I'm going to go somewhere else or restart it, they decided, nah, I'm going to burn this property down, knowing that it's going to catch on fire right next to the other properties. Um, it's going to destroy other houses. It's going to lead to a downfall. That night, I went back to my hotel room, and I was trying to analyze the mentality. And then it hit me that I've actually seen it in different forms and different levels before. This wasn't that new. A few years before this situation, I remember I was doing a production, and I was taping a show. Now, while I was taping the show, I had to, you know, I was producing it. I was, the, I was one of the producers and one of the co-hosts, and I had to cast and get together the film crew, everything. So I had this one company that I hired, and they usually get all of their production people, gophers, and all of that. Well, I received a phone call from a distant family member that was stating to me they wanted to know, hey, um, their son was currently in California, and he was going through a really bad financial time right now with him, his wife, and they wanted to just know if we could, you know, find a job for them, something on the production, anything, just anything. It didn't matter because at this point, they wasn't even having food on their table, as I was told. So I'm, of course, I'm like, well, God, the I'm thinking the budget is already tight on this production. But you know what? Yeah, not only can I do this, I can make sure that I team this person up with, with a professional that maybe could even train them on a particular area and they can learn a little bit more about the um, film industry and how to work on set. So I did. And then we pay, you know, pay them every week. And it was a pretty good pay. In fact, you know, um, SAGs, we paid them above SAG scale minimum requirements. So anyway, bottom line is, the guy gets a, you know, a job and he comes to the set every day. And then on top of it, putting a little cash in his pocket because, you know, he's family. We understand he needs a little bit more money um, to, you know, his situation. We want him to go home and have something, you know, get some groceries, get some stuff. So we're putting all this extra out. Okay. As the show is getting to, you know, episodes and filming and taping, I'm asking everyone to please share, share on social media, share the show, share the episodes when we release it, share the promo reels, everything. You know, social media sharing is very important and to get the message out is very important. So... You know, the production crew, we send out an email to everybody, and every single person shared it. So I'm assuming, like, okay, maybe this person just didn't get the email, right? So we send in him another separate email, send it to him. Still, doesn't share the show, not one time. Now the show is, like, fully aired and everything, and it's going, and I tell you, everybody 
Everybody is sh- is promoting and sharing except for this one person who is on social media every day, all day, three or four times dropping content, right? They're dropping content all the time. And then one day, the same day I decided to give them a personal call and say, hey, I need you to do me a favor. Just try to promote and share the um, show and its trailers. Instead, this particular person, they shared another show trailer that's in direct competition of the same kind of show that we are making on their social media. And then they kept sharing continuous stuff, continuously of this type of show. And I thought to myself, isn't that interesting? So the show that's feeding you, helping you, we over here supporting you, but you refuse to support, even to the detriment of your own family? Because this is clearly helping you. If we are more successful, it's going to help you. If we go bigger, if we get a, a, a deal, it's going to help you and directly help your family. Like we're directly telling you, we're going to give you even more money if we, you know, we'll help you join the union, help you do all of these things. But none of that mattered because for whatever reason, and it, of course it's only going to be because of a certain negative mentality, you did not want to see us to become successful. You didn't want me to be successful. You didn't want the show to be successful. You did not want it to be of any success, and that's why you did not contribute to help in its success. And I saw that clearly, and I thought to myself, even in the detriment of your own family, you would rather see us fail. It only took one time. You know I ain't let that nigga back on another set again. Literally, I got calls from their people over and over and over for new productions we was doing. Hey, you got anything going? I was like, hell no, nah, I ain't got nothing. Nah, we good. We, we, we full. We full. It only take one time. It only took one time. And I realized at that point in time, the mentality was exactly the same like in that city I spoke about. You would rather see someone or something that's helping you fail before you help. And and if you do help, you got to be forced to help. That ain't help. That mentality is only going to reciprocate back to you in the form of karma. Because you can't stop someone from winning who's winning. That's the thing that people don't get. You can't stop someone from winning who's winning because winning wasn't about luck. It was about a mentality. It was about a understanding. It was about a formula. It was about a a commitment of understanding that caused them to win. Once you have the formula, you can repeat that cycle over and over and over again. There's also this saying that people will take your kindness for weakness. And I never really got that for a long time because I would think to myself, no, when you're showing love and kindness to someone, they're going to receive it. And in return, it's like an energy, right, that's catchy and contagious. They're going to want to give that back. And then I started to understand you cannot give what you don't have. 
See, you can give someone love, but if they don't love themselves, they don't know how to recognize the love you gave them. Think about it like an object. I can give someone a $10 million diamond ring, but if they don't know how to distinguish between what is real diamonds and what is fake diamond, and if they've never had a real diamond to learn how to distinguish of what, what to look for, how it, how it flares in the light, how it actually is shaped. When you take a diamond, if you don't cut it precisionly right, you cannot ruin it. It doesn't have any kind of value. If they don't understand and, and hasn't been educated, it don't matter if they receive tons and tons and tons of diamonds. Because what is happening internally isn't going to exuberate externally if it's not there. You only can give what you have to give. And that's when it hit me. You could show someone kindness. You could show them love. But you can't show them how to love themselves. You can't show them how to be kind to themselves. That is something that must take self-infliction, self-love. They've got to go deep within themselves to find that. See, nobody can go deep inside you but you. You could lie to someone. You could um, game them, hustle them. You could make them believe that you, you know what I'm saying, you, you, you walk on water. You could do whatever you got to do. People will believe it. Some, some people just good with their mouth. But if they cannot find to go within themselves, and search for themselves. Because, see, you can't go inside of them. Only they can. Sometimes when they say some people are their worst enemy, I got what they meant by that. See, for me, if I don't like someone and they irritate me, I can just leave. I don't hang around. I can leave, and I, I'll go where, where I want to be. If somebody's playing loud music too loud, I can go someplace and find peace and quiet. If someone's talking to me nasty and treating me abusively, verbally or physically, I can fight and defend myself or I can leave the situation. But if when I leave, I am left alone with me. And if me, inner child, me, the self within me, is talking nasty, talking rude, putting myself down, I can't leave that. That's in my head. I can't leave or walk away from that. And that's when it hit me. It doesn't matter if someone doesn't have it in themselves, they cannot give it to you. So being kind to someone who does not understand what is true kindness, showing them love, if they don't understand and have love for thyself, they can't reciprocate. They only could give what they have. I'm going to share with you something in the next two minutes that took me a lifetime to learn. Tough love. You give tough love to the people you love. And it's called tough love, not because it's tough for them, but because it's tough for you. It's hard. It hurts. It hits you harder than it hits them. Because remember, they already have a story in their head as to 
you didn't help them. You, you did it for this. You did it for that. You wasn't really there. You wasn't really um, down for them. They don't really care. They don't understand. And they don't care in the same way that you care. It's tough love because it's tough for you to have to limit and show the love a different way. But that's usually the only way they're going to get it or the only way you're going to be able to function. When I tell you we're going to be all right, I say that because you know the song. He's saying it with passion. We're going to be all right. You got to tell yourself that to understand and get through some of the obstacles that come with the pain of facing that you were too good and you are being used and abused because of it. Sometimes you're going to have to put your foot down, but it doesn't mean that you got to be rude and nasty. You don't have to be dominant. You don't have to come at somebody like extra, like, oh yeah, or come, you know what I'm saying? Come hood with them. But you're going to have to be direct and you're going to have to be firm. You're going to have to stand your ground. You're going to have to understand that no matter what you say or do, they're not going to get it. And at the end of the day, you were always the enemy. And that's the reason why they did not participate, contribute, help like they should have. Because when you love someone, they don't have to tell you they need help. They don't have to pay you or show you, you do it. That's what love does. Love is an action. Love is a frequency and an energy. You don't even have to know someone to love them or want the best for them. You can literally understand and connect with who they are because you see some of yourself, something about yourself in them. One of the greatest things I could say that I am happy about is growing up in South Central. Because growing up in South Central taught me some things that has been a lifelong lesson. One of the things was being able to look and spot a hustler so fucking quick. It's the way they talk, they move, they, they think. But also, my downfall with that was I understand the mentality. And because I understood the mentality, I was comfortable being around that mentality. But not understanding that you can't change them or show them better until they find it for themselves. I remember this, um, had this lady, right? <laughs> I hired her. She was a publicist. Let me tell you, when I hired her, she had slid into my DM. I met her let me go, let me go back. I met her really about five years ago on another project that went really sour. Um, on that project, somebody was inside internally sabotaging everything. I didn't really have a good conversation with her back then, but I knew her as one of the only females that was actually on this production. So five years later, when she slid into my DMs, and says, hey, sis, you know what? I owe you this. Um, we, you know, I finally got myself together. Because at that time, five years ago, she was homeless. And she was like, I'm finally together. I got me a house. I'm, 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 I'm back on my feet. And I want to do this. I want to PR you and 
just, you know, I just owe you this. And what a lot of people didn't know was at that time when I did find out five years ago that she was um, homeless, I gave her some money to help her. And I, I always felt like that's why she came back into the DM to be like, you know, I'm doing good now. Let me um do, you know, do right by you. So I, I liked her. The only thing was she kept, man, when I tell you the girl would lie from one side of the mouth and then the other side before she could finish the lie, she was already on another lie. And then she would just be like, well, I, I, I don't know. I think I forgot. So you couldn't even, even if I, if you try to check her, you couldn't get away with it fully because she did come out of a surgery. And so because I know she was recovering from, I think a stroke or a heart attack, I wasn't sure. You, I didn't know whether she really had a memory problem or she just was lying from one side of her mouth and forgetting by the time she got to the other side of her mouth. Either way, you know, it was kind of like, okay, we're going to watch this. So within that time, here we go. And it wasn't even a whole month. And this lady heads up and says, um, Oh, sis, I, I, I'm, 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 I'm going through some stuff right now. I got to, um, move all my kids. I got to find, I got to go back and the kids are being, she didn't say she was being evicted, but clearly by her story, some shit was going down at home. And she was like, I, I got to, focus on because in a minute my whole family finna be homeless and I'm thinking in my head damn sis like I've only known you off and on for five years and I'm already knowing you'd be homeless four times so if this I'm like this will be the fourth time I'm like what's going on you know once again I'm like no problem okay so we come to an agreement and I'm talking about it's some thousands per month that I'm going to just give her, let's try this out for a trial basis. I'm going to try you out for three months and prepaid it in three months. And I'm like, okay, I see your hustle. But after these three months, since I paid you in advance, you're going to finish out your, you know, your contribution, your deal, and we're done. And in the back of my mind, I'm like, I understand you a sister. I know how it is right now. I know what, you know, you have kids. I've been down that road. I have the money. I'm going to go ahead and help you. But in the midst of me still helping her, she comes up to me. Now, mind you, she just got, I'm talking about thousands on top of just two weeks ago. She's hitting me up. Oh, there's another emergency. I need a couple of thousand. Please, sis, please just help me out. I'm looking like, I know this might be a hustle. But I'm okay because I really, one, I want to help you. Two, I'm in a position to help. And three, I'm hoping that helping you is going to help you do better. Because during this time, I'm starting to teach her a little real estate. I'm teaching her. She's asking me questions on, so what is a, how do you um, get equity? I'm breaking down how equity works. I'm breaking down how you will buy a property. I'm breaking down what to do. I'm sharing as much as my information and knowledge with her because I want to be able to help educate her for putting her in a better position. But for her, I'm just another hustle. And at the end of the day, I had to cut ties with her. And it really hurt me. But it didn't hurt her. Oh, she was hot as fish grease that I cut ties. And on top of it, 
She started claiming, oh, I wasn't giving her enough money. Oh, I can buy property. I can do this and I can, I'm living, I'm, I'm, I'm wearing, um, $3,000 shoes and red bottoms and I'm living a luxury, but I don't want to give her, um, 20 grand a month and all this kind of shit. I was like, whoa, it really hit me. The mentality, it didn't matter what I did. It didn't matter what I give you. It didn't matter how I helped you. You were in a cycle that you were going to consume, you was going to use, and you was going to abuse who's ever in front of you because that's the hustle that you do. And it didn't matter if I paid you $100,000 a month. It was never going to be enough because people that do not understand how to budget, how to work out finance, how to handle money, are always going to be in a situation, always be in debt. And because of her mentality, she couldn't even receive what I was giving her, both mentally and emotionally. She could not receive it. One day she, she confided in me, yeah, I got a criminal background. I used to be a, a, a dope girl and, and I used to sell this and I, I did some time. And I'm like, yeah, I could see that. You still got the mentality of just trying to hustle and get by. There's no longevity. I'm looking at this woman like she's 50. She's already 54, I believe. She's 54 years old. And it took me at that moment to realize the problem is never going to be what, how much money someone pays you, how many clients you have. The problem is you have the wrong mentality. You're not trying to self to, to learn or to develop who you are. Anybody that shows her any form of kindness is translated in her brain that they weak. I got a good con here. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep juicing this person until they are completely done and fed up. Her mentality was already set to for the hustle. And it had nothing to do with growth or nothing that I can do or contribute. That's how some people are in your life. They're only there until they could continue to use and juice you. They're never going to recognize all of the ways that you are there to love and support or to give them help because that's the mentality. You cannot change the way someone thinks or how they feel about themselves. That is something that must be self-reflected and developed amongst that individual for themselves. Don't waste your time. Get out and just know we're going to be all right. Well, this is my last podcast for season one, but you guys, I'm coming back with season two with all new podcasts, all new topics. We're even going to have some guests come on and we're going to talk more culture, more hair, and I got another surprise coming for you, but stay tuned until that comes. I'll let you know. So hit me up on my social media. I'm on IG at the Black Hair Conspiracy Podcast. And just know, I do this for us. This is Desrita Jackson with the Black Hair Conspiracy.